Hello, world. This is an encore presentation of one of our favorite Spartacle episodes ever. You are welcome. Welcome to the Spartacle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Mr. Doble, I heard this great interview with a philosopher. His name's William Irving. He wrote a interesting new book, A Guide to the Good Life, The Ancient Art of Stoic Joy. First of all, I had no idea what a Stoic is. Is there some history that I need to know about Stoics? The Greeks, dude. The Greeks. Greeks, uh, it, was a, it was a philosophical movement within um, Greece, sort of, uh, you know, I don't want to get too much into the history weeds, but there's a reason why the Greeks are studied over and over again. People like you know, the woke generation's like, yeah, we spent too much energy on the West. And probably some truth to that about like, you know, looking at there's certainly Eastern meditations and philosophies that are really, really important and valuable. But man, dude, the Greeks had in this like 50 to 100 year period, they just, it was like God inspired this people to think differently about the world. Anyway, the Stoics were somebody who was sort of, this was a group of philosophers that believed that you just basically didn't complain. You just sort of lived your life and no matter what came at you, you just like you were stoic. You just hmm. sort of, and it was a philosophy of like how to live your life. You didn't just wake up one day and go, Oh, I'm going to be a stoic. It was like a, how do you practice this similar to like Buddhism? How do you practice any philosophical treatise, if you will? So that, that was sort of the rough line of the stoics. That's a good background. So here's a quote from this guy's book. We humans are unhappy in large part because we're insatiable. After working hard to get what we want, we routinely lose interest in the object of our desire. Rather than feeling satisfied, we feel a bit bored, and in response to this boredom, we go on to a new form, even grander desires. Meaning that we just go from thing to thing to thing as human beings, and now he's got to be talking about the industrial age, not like hunter-gatherers on the Serengeti. Well, it's funny, because uh, I was I was mentioning to you right before we went on about the that, that podcast I've been listening to about dopamine, and it's all connected to our dopamine push, right? Is that this, this thing, you know, we work for something because we want a reward and it, you know, there's that perfect balance of, of reward versus uh, failure. Like gaming, gaming people have figured this out and they, they're geniuses on it, like creating games because they know that if you make a game too hard, people will just like, yeah, whatever. I suspect that also like Netflix and companies like that have kind of figured this out. If you make the show, like too slow to build up people won't binge watch it and therefore won't watch it more you have to have some sort of hit right away some some reward so that you'll want to ride the thing and then you could slow it down in episodes three and four or whatever but like that first episode's got to be boom and i think that's the same thing with this idea that we we do things it says we're un, insatiable but i i just wonder if that's not part of that dopamine reward response desire that we're always trying to get more. And the Stoics would say, you need to train. It's just like any other habit you build, right? Um, if you develop a habit, or was it 28, 29 days? Uh, that's why people go into rehab for 28 days because it takes that long to develop a habit. So the habit is not wanting that immediate reward, but delaying gratification. My daughter Maple's excellent at delaying gratification. I don't know where she gets it, but it's amazing. Like she can literally sit down and say, yeah, I'm not going to eat this for five hours and I'm just not going to do it. And then she'll come back to it and really enjoy it later on, which is, I think it's something I don't have, but I think that's kind of what I took from this. And, and, and the, the part that I, 
I, I don't disagree with him at all. But he says, rather than feeling satisfied, we feel a bit bored. And in response to that boredom, we go into new form, even grander desires. That's because we want more dopamine. We want more reward. So we're bored because we're no longer getting the same reward that we got when we first started something. So the trick is, how do we sort of, in a way, parse out the reward for ourselves so that we want to continue on in a task? And I'm sure I haven't read the book. I haven't listened to this guy. You gave it to me today. But that strikes me as kind of where this guy's at. I mean, you could say whatever you want. You could look at the science of it, do the philosophy of it. The bottom line is delaying gratification is the key. This is, he says this thing in this interview I listened to. He says, train your brain to want what you already have. Like not being thankful, like what you should want is exactly what you should have. And then you can live a better life. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with that, but that's in a sense, that's tricking your brain yeah. into the reward, right? It's saying like, I look around my office and I love my office. It's, it's just the best thing I've ever had or created. It's perfect for me. I've got all my stuff sort of right organized in this one cool space. And every time I come in here and I look out the window into beautiful Asheville, and sometimes there's bears frolicking in the meadow, <laughs> I, I love this. And it helps me. Like, I think uh, it was one interesting thing that in that podcast about it's called the Huber labs. Uh, he does all sorts of stuff on cognitive behavior in the brain, but he said something is like exercise will give you a dopamine boost unless you don't like the exercise. <laughs> so like people say like, Oh man, yeah, I get this dopamine bo- from running, but if you hate running, you may get zero dope. It doesn't mean it's not good for you, but you're not going to get the reward that your brain really wants. So the key is find an exercise that you really like, even if it's just like it in five, 10 minute spurts, and you're going to get a dopamine reward, which means you'll want to come back and do that exercise again. I love spin class. I feel like I get a dopamine kick every time. Uh, riding a bike does the same thing for me. I do not like running. I never liked running. I, I got into running in college and ran all the time and I never liked it. So I think that uh, that was a really eye-opening thing for me about dopamine that I really enjoyed. So funny you said that because recently in the last six months, I've gotten into wearing this ruck vest and walking. I've, oh, I've kind of ru- yeah. literally just putting on a 25 pound weight vest and walking for an hour and a half, listening to a podcast has made me so much happier. And I always want to do it versus that dread of like, oh crap, I got to go on a run or go to the gym. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's exactly right. You're getting a dopamine push and you're, you're combining the reward with other rewards, right? You're walking. Yeah which is giving you great exercise. You found this rucksack, which kind of increases the exercise and you're listening to a podcast, which, which sort of fills up your brain at the time. So you're, and you're seeing all the sights and sounds as you walk. I mean, that's a genius way to get great exercise. I mean, not that you're a genius, Larry, but I think that is a genius way that that would, that would answer his argument, right? That you're doing something you enjoy. So you want to come back to it. We need to end this episode now because you just called me a genius I would like to open a hermitage with you, a stoic hermitage. Can we open it like uh, in the Tennessee mountains? I would, t- I would so do a hermitage. I-, I don't think we'd be very good at it, but I would love to at least go to one for a while. I'm in. Thank you for listening.